Welcome to Naham Connections Podcast, Voices in Patient Access. Here, industry experts contribute their voices about popular patient access topics, including career development and leadership, revenue cycle operations, healthcare regulations, and the patient experience. If you like what you hear today, subscribe or leave a review where you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to Episode 3 of the Naham Connections Podcast. My name is Kelly Reham, Managing Editor of Naham's Access Management Journal and Naham Connections. Today, we're previewing a Naham online experience session that I think you'll all be very interested in. If you don't know about the Naham online experience, it's Naham's virtual education event held live each Wednesday throughout September 2020 with sessions available on demand. The Naham Online Experience is inspired by the Naham 46th Annual Conference, which was canceled due to COVID-19. For more information about the Naham Online Experience, visit naham.org slash 2020 online experience. And with that, I'm thrilled to introduce the session we're previewing today called Lessons from COVID-19. I'm pleased to welcome Elizabeth Reason, Director of Patient Financial Services from Lake Huron Medical Center and a Naham past president who's presenting on this very top of mind topic. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you. So Elizabeth, to start, will you share how you got involved in the Naham online experience? As the immediate press president of Naham, I am the conference committee chair. When we had to make the very difficult decision to cancel the May annual conference, um, we started brainstorming about how can we meet the education needs of our membership and what were our alternative delivery settings. And as anything with Naham, as you start sharing ideas, we came up with the virtual conference idea, and here we are. Excellent. So what inspired you to tackle this incredibly timely and frankly tough session topic? I participated in a webinar early in our COVID journey, and Naham prides itself on meeting our membership educational needs on current and relevant topics. So for me, it was a logical choice to tackle it. I live in a rural area, so I wanted to share my experience, but as I've gone through this journey of preparing for the virtual conference, I've been asking a lot of questions of my peers, not only in Michigan where I live, but across the country to share because it's different where you're working. Like what you hear on Naham Connections podcast? Visit naham.org slash Naham Connections to catch up with the latest patient access content and insights from patient access professionals and industry experts. Yeah, that's exactly right. And now I know we don't want to give too much away, but what can attendees expect to take away from your session? Can you share some lessons from COVID-19 for patient access professionals? Absolutely. If you were to ask 100 patient access professionals about their COVID experience, you're probably going to get 100 different answers. My goal is to take that collective experience and bring it together. Talk a little bit about the challenges what worked, what didn't work, and then discuss other people's experiences as well, what we can gain from all of that information. In Nahum, a lot of times we talk about best practices, but I think best practices could be a loose term in terms of our response to COVID, 
because again, experience in a rural area is gonna be different than a larger city or depending on other factors that impact that community, the number of COVID cases, their preparedness, their community outreach, and how all of that can tie back to what's the new normal. My methodology is to always start with personal experience and then I branch out to those shared experiences and really want to wrap up with those lessons learned. So knowing, like you had just mentioned, Elizabeth, that everyone's experience with COVID-19 is going to be very unique. We, we know that COVID-19 has changed the way patient access professionals work. A couple of things that come to my mind are remote working and touchless processes. What pandemic changes do you see becoming permanent fixtures of the field? In my current organization, we did not have the opportunity to experience remote working. What we did find is we did a lot more pre-registrations over the phone because of our car side testing process. I think one of the common things we all experienced is the need to adapt to rapid change and assimilating large volumes of information and in many instances, those large volumes of information were conflicting. Right? The key with rapid change is it's not just patient access, it's everyone in healthcare. From patient access to our departments within the healthcare facility, to our physician providers, our patients, and even our community at large. This has been a moving target the entire time. One of the things I really learned was the need to be a better communicator. Okay? In we have to formulate that message different based on our audience and really understand where's the audience coming from in their terms of where to grasp that information. And we had to become much more comfortable with saying, you know, I don't know the answer to that question, but I'm going to go find out. And as we develop these communication styles, we had to be much more adaptive and transparent. And we had to also empower other people to just step back and slow down while we gather more information, ask additional questions, or just say, okay, what is the guideline for today? The CDC information was changing, our infection preventions were rolling that out, and we were having to constantly adapt to that. One of the things I noticed with patients is Throughout all of this is that loss of control. They're isolated. We were in a stay-at-home state, so they're isolated. They're getting conflicting information. They've got a lot of media bias information coming at them. They've got misinformation they're getting on social media because that was their only source of information. They form their own personal opinions and it kind of created this perfect storm. And one of the things we found is people were getting frustrated and escalating much easier from just verbal, expressing frustration in very inappropriate ways to even some kind of aggressive behaviors. And we had to adapt really quickly on how to de-escalate those confrontations, get people the services they need, while understanding where those biases were coming from. And quite honestly, that's really taxing to the staff. They had to develop a whole new way of de-escalating, not taking it personally because they're tired, they're scared, they've got a lot of information coming at them as well. So communication is key. I've learned more about communication and really having some of those honest conversations with people when the time was appropriate. Guidelines too, interpreting guidelines. You know, patient access, we're the front of the house. And we have to interpret these guidelines and put them for the patients that are checking in, but also 
um, for visitation and other rules. And those are coming hard and fast and you've got to sort through them. You're constantly communicating, email, rounding, telephone, and different players at different times. I'm gonna go back to the remote work too. What we experienced because we didn't have an influx of patients, we were well prepared for it, but we didn't, our census dropped. We shut down to elective services and we ended up with staff that were furloughed. So we were well prepared, but we didn't have that volume of patients. And that creates its own set of concerns for your staff, for the public, you know, just a simple lab test is gonna be postponed if it's not a critical lab test. A, a surgical procedure is gonna be postponed if it's elective and not critical. That creates its own issues. And then when it was time to open back up, we thought it would be kind of a slow ramp up. It wasn't, it was a very fast ramp up and now taking all that furlough and those people that weren't here and putting them back to the norm. I also experienced kind of a heightened awareness of community involvement because it wasn't just us operating as a single hospital in the community. It was operating with lots of community organizations on processes, especially for COVID testing, um, when we had pockets of exposure and how we were treating um, the population of patients safely. Um, so that heightened collaboration with those folks. One of the things I go back to too, disaster preparedness is something that we do all the time in patient access. And I think the lesson with COVID is it's a different type of preparedness. We've always practiced for those mass casualty events. And I know there were some organizations that had tents who did the car site testing and had 200 or more cars coming through in a day. Um, but in other areas, it was different. And it was that slower experience for a while and then that ramp back up. I'm gonna say we talk a lot about a term called the new normal. I'm not sure we're there yet. I think it's gonna take us a while to really understand the new normal. So I think the key, key words we need to use are resilience and adaptability. Looking to grow your skill set and stature within patient access profession? Consider NAHAM's Certified Healthcare Access Associate or Certified Healthcare Access Manager, the only patient access certifications that meet NCCA standards. Showcase your knowledge, problem-solving abilities, and dedication to your career by becoming NAHAM Certified. Visit certification.nahaam.org to learn more. Elizabeth, thank you so much for giving us this sneak peek into your session. I'm so excited to learn from you and hear the varying and shared patient access experiences, perspectives, learnings brought on by the pandemic. So thinking big picture about the NAHAM online experience, what sessions are you particularly excited about? I'm always excited about leadership. I am excited about anything COVID. And again, because of that shared experience, the more information we can glean from the different presenters will be awesome and very applicable to the future. I'm really excited to see this new delivery method as well. Again, going back to my statement before, it was such a hard decision for us to have to cancel the May conference in person in Cleveland and getting excited about this new way of experiencing our education and collaboration and how that works for our membership. So to wrap up our conversation, how has COVID-19 changed your perspective of patient access or amplified a belief that you previously held about the profession? 
I have always felt that patient access is about people first, whether that is our patient, our physicians, our volunteers, our visitors, or our own staff within the healthcare system. But I will say COVID has really amplified how I interact with people. My level of empathy has changed. I'm better at reading both visual cues, but also those telephone cues that I need to hear so that I make sure that I'm delivering my message or the information I need to gather at the level of the caller, the person in front of me, reading for that, that frustration on the patients who are just scared and how do I meet their needs. Um, how I phrase something may not mean the same to each person, and it takes a lot of extra effort to fill in the gaps and diffuse that confusion. Again, people from our patients to our staff, to our physician's office, to our communities, they are receiving a lot of information very quickly and having to try to sort through on what does this mean for me. And that causes a lot of frustration. So if I can take that one little piece of their day and remove some of that frustration and what can be a very scary situation, then I've, I've done something good for that day. And I remind myself that of that every day as well, because it's hard when people are escalating every day not to take it personally. We're here to serve. And we do get beat up a little bit verbally, but my understanding of where that person is coming from has just been enhanced. But also reading the cues from my employees. You know, when they've got folks who are scared and verbally aggressive or sometimes physically aggressive on a regular basis, that takes its toll. So I'm really finding myself meeting them differently and making sure that their needs are taken care of and being empathetic um, from a listening ear recognizing somebody needs a day off or just providing that safe haven for a couple minutes of vent and go out and put your smile back on your face but just that different way of communicating with people that's a really lovely sentiment elizabeth and i'm sure that you've made many patients feel at ease during just such a challenging time thank you Elizabeth, thank you for taking the time to speak to us today about your Naham online experience session. Thank you for the opportunity. I look forward to the online experience in September, having the opportunity to present everything COVID and look at what our new normal is going to be and this entire virtual experience. You can view Elizabeth's presentation live on Wednesday, September 9th from 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. This session will also be available on demand, so you can watch it whenever is convenient for you. Elizabeth's session is just one in a full lineup of virtual education offered at the Naham Online Experience. So visit naham.org slash 2020 online experience today to get all the details and register for this outstanding virtual conference designed for patient access professionals. Remember, Naham members can register for free. If you're not a NAHAM member, when you register for the NAHAM online experience, you receive access to all NAHAM membership benefits for the remainder of 2020. Thank you to everyone listening today. We look forward to bringing you more episodes of our NAHAM Connections podcast throughout the year. Until next time. Thank you for listening to NAHAM Connections podcast, Voices in Patient Access. 
If you enjoyed this episode, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to stay up to date on the latest news and insights in patient access. Read more in-depth articles by visiting us at Naham Connections, N-A-H-A-M.org slash connections. Until next time.